Blog Talk Radio. Live from Chicago and Las Vegas, you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One with LeVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio Nation. It is Friday night. Welcome to another edition of Page One with LeVar and Mary. So glad that we can be with you. Uh, Now, I know when last we talked, um, we weren't supposed to be here with you on this Friday night, but uh, things happen, things change. Uh, But we're glad that the things that change, change for the better. Uh, one programming note, tonight was supposed to be the night of the 411 Lounge with my guest Avery Jane. That has been moved. Uh, you will hear her on Friday night, April 22nd, the same time slot as page one, which will be at 10 o'clock Eastern time, 9 o'clock uh, Central. So four weeks from tonight, she will be here for the 411 Lounge. Uh, and the page one will uh, take a little bit of a break. Um I don't know if we'll be on that week. We have to work on that. But uh, as always, I am joined by my wonderful friend, Mary. How are you? I am good. How are you? How was your week? Uh, my week was going okay until yesterday uh, because both of my what teams happened? that I had in the NCAA bracket both lost, uh, Gonzaga and Arizona. <laughs> So I'm officially out of running for the pot from uh, work, and um, yeah, so uh, let's see. So pretty much for all of you, I know I've done this on a somewhat yearly basis. I don't have the true sound effect. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hang with me. I will tell you exactly what just happened to my bracket. I'm not sure if you heard that, uh, but that was the sound of me ripping up my bracket. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, exactly what happened. Uh, it's not even worth having anymore. So uh, I will tell you, uh, and I think also it's on um, Twitter when I posted my bracket. And who knew? Because just a little while ago, small St. Peter's or St. Mary's, I keep forgetting. I don't know why I want to say St. Mary's. Is it St. Peter's or St. Mary's? I think it's what, St. Mary's? St. Mary's. St. <laughs> Mary's. St. Mary's. Won their game tonight against Purdue. So St. Mary's is going to the Elite Eight. Uh, congrats to them. And uh, Kansas also winning tonight. And so the uh, they beat Providence. And so the two games left this evening – uh, which will be starting shortly, will be North Carolina versus UCLA. Well, actually, it has started. Uh, it's early on in the first. I do believe North Carolina is up by a bucket. And then starting after that is Iowa State versus Miami. So, uh, yeah, 
uh, basketball pretty much will be, uh, well, sports will pretty much be the name of the game this weekend. But somebody had the nerve to ask me about what I should bet on uh, for baseball. And I was like, it's spring training. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares about that yet. <laughs> yeah. So. Yet. So I'm excited baseball. Yeah, I'm excited baseball's back, though. I'm glad that we're into spring training. It was, I was worried. I was worried. You were, and a lot of people were, but I, you know, there's money involved. And the fact that they lost money kind of a couple of years ago due to COVID, they weren't going to be gone long. They weren't going to be out half of a year because it's money. At the end of the day, quickly, when our close to uh, drop dates, how quickly everybody can agree on stuff. So, right. <laughs> so yes, but um, yeah, but uh, no, that's the only thing about it. Uh, by the way, uh, we are going to make this interactive tonight. So here's what I'm going to do, and I guess I'm going to be very careful with how I do this. <laughs> Since tonight is one of those nights where we really weren't expecting to be here, but we wanted to put on something for you guys that listen anyway. Uh, I announced it on Twitter a little bit before the show, so I'll announce it for all of you who were listening live. Um, On Twitter, if you have that, if you have anything that you want us to talk about, or if you have any questions for us, here's where you can be interactive. Hashtag page one Pod Q. That is what you're going to use. So if I have to spell it out for you, it is P A G E O N E P O D Q. <laughs> um, so hashtag page one pod Q. So if you have any questions, if you have anything you want us to talk about, that is what you would do. God. I don't know why. I'm going to try this one night only. But here's the deal. If you do call in, if you call in, one, we are not going to discuss politics. Two, uh, if you decide that you want to be a crank caller, uh, I will out you. And if I call again, if you do try to crank call, I will give your number out to everyone that is listening to this podcast. <laughs> if you dial and you use a number that is pretty much a number that we can't track, I will not answer it. Because far too often, there are people out there who are horrible and who want to ruin other people's shows. <laughs> so by calling in, you better come correct with something that is either worth our time or something that you know that we normally might talk about or something that you might have a question with us about, but you got to be serious. Uh, any other crank callers, you guys can pretty much forget it. Cause like I said, I'm putting you on blast if you do it. So I think that's fair, right? <laughs> oh yeah. No, 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 no. It's totally fair. Like I'm sitting here thinking I could be so much worse. You're being really nice. Like, you're just going to put them on blast and give out their number. Like, I would give out the name. Well, I'd go and met. call I mean, up a buddy and be like, hey, can you figure out who this is? Swing by their house. Right. 
I might even call you back live on the air. And if we get a voicemail message, we'll hear that too, and I'll leave something for you. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's sad. It, it, this is not to go on a rant. But there are people out there who want to ruin what other people have going on. And I don't know why, because everyone out here is trying to do their own thing. It's kind of like, if you try and do that, how would you like it if I showed up at your house and pretty much either trashed you or did something to you at your job or tried to, uh, you know, just pretty much dog you about something that you felt compelled about? Nobody likes that. Mm-hmm. So why that? That's why, and that's the reason I know for some of you who have wanted to call the show, that's why we really don't take calls is because there are a few people out there who have ruined it, unfortunately. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I'm trying to be a little bit more open with this and trying to include you all, but it's a little bit hard when there's that one or two that ruin it. Um, we don't want to have to start the, the beginning of the week um, tracing calls and pretty much uh, making sure you're legit. Um so, yeah, that's why. But you'd be surprised to at how that kind of cuts down on the scammers. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. And no, we don't that, care about the extended warranty. Yeah. You don't care about the extended uh, warranty. I don't care if you are a prince from some country that I've never heard of and that you're trying to get uh, $50,000 and you need me to uh, give you some money so that you can go and get it. <laughs> Yeah. Which I don't know how people still fall for that. Seriously. I don't know. In this world of, I don't know. In this world, in this world of Google. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think it was Googling that. Right. So, yeah. But it does happen. Um, but, yeah, but you know what? I didn't ask you. How was your week? Someone asked me this earlier, and it was hard to explain. It was a, it was a good productive week. But it was a long week because the productive part of my week only took up like a day and a half. Um, It felt like there was a lot of time that I was not as productive as I could have been. Not saying that I didn't get stuff done, but I really didn't. Like there were times when I didn't get stuff done. So, yeah. Otherwise, it was fine. I, was gonna say, I think you're entitled to that, though. We all have weeks where it's pretty much like it feels busy, but we have so much to do that we don't do it. And we get a pass. It's like you can't get it all done. You can't be everywhere. You can't get mm-hmm. everything. If we were able to get everything done that we want to get done, uh, I would be more scared if we were. <laughs> because did you really I would get like to get everything? more done, though. I know, but then again, by doing that, you give up a lot of stuff. You know, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, it's cool, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it'll be there. Nah. I think we stress ourselves out too, but it'll be there. We stress ourselves out too much. Life's short. If you gave up that, you know, what you did to do something else that was far more important, like quality time or some relaxation time, then it's okay. I think it's okay. So, and now you're going to try and push everything into one weekend. <laughs> exactly. That's the problem. We end up like, 
I have a lot to do in very little time. There's some part of that procrastination that I enjoy, though. Come on. I'm going to be honest. Would you would you like to run an errand while we're live on air and we can like follow you and like you get it done? <laughs> sure. No. I, it's your call. Out, you need to run out in the real world like a reporter on yeah. on, on the scene. Right. Tell tell them tell them you're live on the air as you're getting stuff done. I, I bet that would be pretty cool if you were like out and about and you were trying to like get something like say some food. And you're ordering it, and you can put us on hold, or we can sit and listen to you and see what you have to order. And <laughs> and then make fun of it. <laughs> no, or agree with me. Or, or agree mm, with you. I or, would. Wonder, yeah, or wonder why you left something off or why you didn't put something on. And, yeah, we could, we could do that. <laughs> like you don't want pickles with your subs? <laughs> I don't know where we went to hating pickles and tomatoes and um, other garnishments of the sandwich, but yeah, I get it. Because it became a large part of the sandwich, and then the meat, which is the fun part of the sandwich, got left behind. Although, Mm. I will say we went today to go pick up something for a mid-morning snack, and one of the things on the menu was bacon, egg, and cheese croissant or biscuit or something. And the thing right next to it was turkey bacon, egg and cheese, and spinach. And I'm like, then why'd you have to go and ruin it? I know you have bacon. It's on this other sandwich. Why would you use fake bacon when you have real bacon right there? What's wrong with the real bacon? No, Can I have Spanish with the real bacon? It is the same reason that they do that because they want a healthier option for other people. It's like now the Impossible Burger, and you know how I feel about those because my whole thing is is that <laughs> if you find something that looked right, like the real thing, then to me you're not a true uh, vegetarian because you're trying to eat something that's like something that you can't have. Why don't you just have it in its natural form and just eat some vegetables and just call it a day? You don't see me going into a vegetarian place asking for real meat, do you? <laughs> you mean like me? Like a veggie burger with bacon? <laughs> right. Right. That was at a place, though, that you ordered it, and it was available. Like, you know, there are some specific vegan places that don't have any meat at all. If I walked in there, they're not going to have any type of real meat. So when I walk into my place, Wanting something or an option, or we have to no toe to you because you don't want to eat meat. That's fine if you don't want to eat meat. But if you are going into a Burger King for a meatless option, you're in the wrong place. You either need to because it's a Burger King. It's in the name of the uh, name of the company, right? Or Kentucky Fried Chicken. You're looking for uh, actually a (laughs) vegan version of chicken. Seriously. There is a vegan version of the chicken. It's Kentucky fake chicken. I know. It's Kentucky fake I know. chicken. And that bothers me to no end because why should <laughs> we have to go to a version just for you? That bothers me to no end because I was like, these places are 99.9% real meat. And in recent years, <laughs> we pretty much are going to go ahead and say, oh, you know what? We want to get that uh, meatless version of people, too. What? 
<laughs> bothers me. <laughs> I don't know why. But it, it, it like truly I does. Back um, I, sh- I hit a nerve. I'm so sorry. No, no. But yes, we had there was real bacon and then the then the turkey bacon, which is the fake bacon. Right. So now I understand not being able to eat bacon because of your religion. Like there is religion out there that does not eat pork products. Right. Any pork product. Right. Um. And as those religions don't eat those things, I understand that. Don't. But then get something without turkey bacon? Really? You really want yeah. bacon, then? There's a reason mm-hmm. you want bacon. Come to the dark side, have some bacon. I, I'll be the, I'll be the devil, the demon like person that brings you over to the uh, side of hell where you sin. Come have bacon. Go to the dark side. We have bacon. Well, you know now if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, you have to like uh, be a singer that will sing it with like the rest of like bacon, bacon, you know, like that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you gotta do. <laughs> you gotta make it really Come to evil. The dark side. We like, have bacon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that's that's all I want to know, and I will never get, like I said, I have nothing against anyone that is either vegan or that is uh, vegetarian, or I I get it. It's a health and a lifestyle, which I got to have meat. I'm sorry, but the thing is, is that I get it, (laughs) but why infiltrate places that are known for meat? Because once you get in there, the smell is probably going to be disgusting to you. Because it's not going to smell like vegan burger. It's not going to smell like Impossible Burger. It's going to smell like a burger. I mean, do you do that because you know 99% of your friends are going to go to Burger King and you don't want to go? No. <laughs> so, yeah. I, are, you trying I, to, are you trying to out those people that are eating better than – and by the way, when you said, I'm sorry, I need meat, that was the name of your sex tape. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I need meat. Maybe this sucks good. No, I, you're right. You're you're right, and you're right. Like you're right on both sides of the coin. You're right that we do need to be able to provide healthier options for people that aren't meatitarians and that are in a meatitarians, you know, in a relationship, whatever that relationship is, friendship, family, um, other kinds of relationships with a meatitarian. So, like, I'm sorry, you like carnivores. In Here's your life, and you can we can find you a healthier option, but don't get all bent out of shape about it when your option smells like a burger. Right. You walk into you know, if I was good. a franchise, right? If I was a franchisee, if you walk into my Burger King and you're asking for an impossible version, you know what your version is? It's the side salad. That's what your version. is. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> You have just made so many people mad right now. <laughs> Don't at me. Don't at me, Don. You can find him yeah. on Twitter at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that will be the first reason that they actually come. But yeah. <laughs> no, like I said, I love my friends. I have friends that are vegetarians. And 
you know, they understand. And the thing is, is that there are options. I know you want to go out and be at the places where people are at, but, and I know restaurants are trying to be hip and trying to be accommodating. The irony of it all is that you're looking now to these places to offer this stuff. And it's just, it's a place that's not known for it, but you're coming to a place to get that. Yeah. But I can't turn around and go to a vegan place and get something with meat. If it, it's not, if it looks like chicken on a bone and it's a vegan place, it's not chicken on a bone. (laughs) So, yeah, just saying equal opportunity. So, enough of my rant about being a vegetarian um, <laughs> tonight. As you can tell, because we have been ranting and raving, this is Potpourri Night, and as I said on Twitter, hashtag page one pod Q, if you have any questions or if you have anything that you want to talk, us to talk about um, or you want to talk about, and we can talk about it. But there were a few things from a couple of weeks ago that we kind of left on table uh, because it was supposed to be potpourri night then. Uh, maybe if we have even a little bit of time, of course, we will – I mean, well, coming up in moments, we're going to be doing the Almanac and then the retro moment of the week. And then later this hour, we will take a look at what's trending. Uh, and then maybe just maybe if we have a little bit of time left over, we will do an Urban Dictionary Word of the Day. So um, – but uh, on the Almanac – uh, for today, because I kind of went through it last week, so I kind of gave you guys already what was going on. But just to repeat, in case you did not have a chance to hear it, today is March 25th. So today is Lobster Newberg Day. Uh, it is also National Tolkien Reading Day. If you uh, like the author, uh, is J A R J R R. I'm going to get this subject up. Uh, J R R Token. <laughs> Who, of course, was an English writer. Tolkien, there's an L in there. Um, I said Tolkien. My Chicago accent did not add it. I had this conversation with somebody (laughs) earlier today. I was like, Chicago accents are going to leave a lot of stuff out. You know, if I say an S at the end of something, (laughs) or if I add an extra emphasis on the I or on something else, it's because I'm from the Midwest. So forgive me. (laughs) But yes, uh, it is. Uh, the reading day of his novels. So uh, it is also National Medal of Honor Day. Uh, tomorrow, it is Purple Day because it is Epilepsy Awareness Day, uh, National Spinach Day, and National Nougat Day. And then uh, I'm surprised you did not ask a question. How do those national... two things go together? I have a, I have a look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like I tell you, they pick the oddest days to have a healthy food, and then they have something that's totally just not good for you. You can have, like, a Snickers bar wrapped in a spinach? uh, I don't think that's going to count. That doesn't Um, count. But the, uh, well, actually, the funny thing about nougat. It is made by whipping egg whites together and adding honey or sugar uh, along with roasted nuts and sometimes candied fruit. Some even say uh, it has been around since ancient Rome, and it's enjoyed both as a candy all on its own or paired with chocolate or other flavorings. If you've ever seen a piece of nougat on its own, 
entirely different from a Snickers bar. But there are three basic kinds of nougat, and who would know that I'm going to explain it to you. So there's the white nougat, which is made with beaten egg whites and honey. There's the brown nougat, which is made with egg whites and has a firmer, often crunchy texture. And then there's uh, Viennese or German nougat, which is chocolate and nut praline. So, yeah, but today they make a mixture of sucrose and corn syrup, uh, aerated with a whipping agent, uh, and then a bunch of other stuff that's totally not healthy for you. <laughs> Give me the Viennese one, man. That sounds good. I, I know. Um, so, yeah, there's a couple of different ones. And then on Sunday is International Medical Science Liaison Day. Uh, it is National Scribble Day. National Spanish Paella Day, and it is National Joe Day, J-O-E. Um, so it encourages everyone to enjoy a cup of Joe with all of your friends who are named either Joe, Joe, Joey, Joseph, or Josephine. And while you're at it, don't forget Joette, Jody, Joanna, Jody, J-O-D-I-E, or any other variant of the name Joe. So, and did you know? So have coffee with your friend Joe. Yes. Uh, Joseph, uh, according to the Social Security Administration, ranked no, uh, number six in names uh, from 1893 to 1899, which was behind, of course, John, William, James, George, and Charles. But in 1910, it moved up a spot number five. But since from 1911 to 2005, it ranked 12 or lower. So uh, not a lot of Joes. Uh, we do have a few famous Joes, including our president, Joe Biden. Uh, of course, another famous Joe, football, Joe Namath. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Uh, well, you've got Jody Foster, Joe DiMaggio. Uh, yeah, quite a few famous Joes. So I wonder if a show called Pros versus Joes or something like that. Yeah, but it was like was. the average Joes versus Pros. Yeah. 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 Joe. <laughs> so there you go. Or I you say yo every time I try not to swear. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I think you add a few other names in there too. <laughs> mhm. 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 <laughs> the Jose F <laughs> is in my vocabulary. Right. <laughs> Oh, man. Yes, it is. And then on Monday, (laughs) Monday is National Black Forest Cake Day. It is National Triglycerides Day. It is National Weed Appreciation Day, which is weird because it's on March 28th and also on 420. Uh, But uh, it is also National Something on a Stick Day. There's something I can get behind because food on a stick makes it sometimes better. Um, I have said that I don't know how many times to you. (laughs) There needs to be more meats on sticks. I I agree. It's a campaign. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, if you want to go out. Can you imagine a deep fried Oreo on a stick? Ooh. Yeah, that does sound a little good. It's mine. I claimed it. That is mine. (laughs) You have the you have all the subsidiary rights to do it. <laughs> when you see it out there, I better be getting royalties. Come on. 
I think uh, someone has uh, probably already thought of that. Um, but also because something on a stick day, they stayed it on that day. The best way to observe it is they said maybe how about a grilled pear on a stick or perhaps meat and cheese squares or brownie and marshmallow bites. You can have a creative breakfast, lunch, or dinner. You can master eat with chopsticks. You can serve each meal on a stick. French toast for breakfast, serve it up, cut it on toothpicks, salad for lunch, slide all the fixings on a skewer. The same goes for supper. You can be creative. It says just don't serve soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would be a little hard. Yeah, that would be a little hard to do. Um, and then on Monday, uh, Tuesday, I'm sorry, uh, it is National Lumen Chiffon Cake Day, National Vietnam War Veterans Day. It is National Mom and Pop Business Owners Day. And I know you knew what Tuesday is. Are you off on Tuesday? No, I am not off on Tuesday. Yeah. I have to stop and think. It is National Nevada Day on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. National so, Nevada Day, but not actually Nevada Day. Nevada Day, like the state celebrates Nevada Day on October 31st. Well, gotcha. actually, time that. Rewind. We celebrate on the last Friday of October, which is supposed ah. to be October 31st. <clears throat> um and then on Wednesday, it is National Doctors' Day, National I Am In Control Day, <laughs> good luck with that, National mm-hmm. Pencil Day, National Take a Walk in the Park Day, National Turkey Neck Soup Day. It is also National Virtual Vacation Day, Manatee Appreciation Day, and National Little Red Wagon Day. <laughs> so if your parents always Did you ever you, have a Little Red Wagon? Yes, I actually did. Here's the thing. I actually did have a little red wagon, but by the time I had it when I was a young lad, uh, by then it was getting kind of old and kind of rusted. And I remember there used to be an older guy across the uh, alley from us. And, And what happened was that our wagon one time, the wheel broke on it. Um, and my grandmother, uh, knowing that the guy was kind of like a fix-it guy, uh, uh, took it across to him, and I think he fixed it. But it was kind of like by then it was like really, really rusting bad. And so we we only enjoyed, and I know that wagon had to have been around because growing up in the early 80s, uh, that wagon probably had been around maybe since the 50s or 60s. <laughs> it was just passed down. <laughs> and uh, But you could tell at one point it was red. And, um, yeah, I love that thing, but I never had, like, I don't even know if it was a radio flyer. I don't even know. But, um, yeah, it, we had that, and, yeah. Did you have a wagon? I had a radio flyer, actually. Ooh. And we still have it, and it's still red, and it was used when kiddo was only about a year old. So I know that it's at least that much older, you know. So we used it in a uh, wedding ceremony. Oh. So, yeah. Now, do you have a picture, yeah. so have a picture she of her in the wagon? Yes, we do. Oh. 
think you should I think you should recreate that photo. Yeah, I'm sure she'd love that. That would be awesome. You should recreate the photo. We're like, guess what? We're gonna recreate you in the in the wagon. Right. Nice. With a bag of Cheerios instead of a bag of flower petals, absolutely. <laughs> I think people should if they have like I, I know some people lately that's been the thing they've recreated photos. You know, if the child was small then, it's so funny watching these recreated photos of people who, you know, now the kids like grow so you really can't do exactly what you did, but it's still funny nonetheless. I love it. Uh, <laughs> and seeing those, but yes. Um, also, uh, Thursday is the last day of the month, and that reminds me when next we meet you, it will be Friday, uh, April 1st. I'm just going to leave that there. Um, the end of the month, March 31st, brings us a few things. It is National Clams on the Half Shell Day. It is National Bunsen Burner Day. It is National Tater Day, National Prom Day, and National Crayon Day. So, yes, those things mark out the end of the month for us. Um, and the crayon itself, uh, in 1903, Benny and Smith, I don't know why I always want to say Barney and Smith, uh, created the Crayola Division and produced colored wax crayons for children for the first time. And then in 1904, they presented their endoseptic chalk at the Columbian Exposition in St. Louis. Uh, the chalk was designed to be dustless at many teachers' requests. It was an immediate success. Uh, so, yeah, uh, with that being said, um, crayons can always be used in a variety of art projects. They're either melted, glued, molded, and shredded for all sorts of artwork. And the world's largest crayon, according to the Guinness World Records, uh, Ashrita Furman of Jamaica, New York, created the world's largest crayon in October 2017. The crayon measured 17 feet, 1.1 inches, and was one foot in diameter. Uh, they created the crayon in, in honor of uh, Siri Shinmoy's 86th birthday. What color was the crayon? It was blue. So, yes. Are you still a crayon color? I know some people who are crayon colors still. I haven't colored in a long time, but I do have crayons in the house. So I may have to break those bad boys out. <clears throat> Interesting. Did not know that. Uh, also, the anniversary coming up, it was uh, this upcoming Sunday. Uh, it was 70 years ago that a little-known musical comedy at that time that uh, went on to become a pretty big classic afterward debuted at Radio City Music Hall in New York City. Uh, it was uh, directed by its star, and by another person by the name of Stanley Donan. It starred a young Debbie Reynolds and Gene Kelly, the movie Singing in the Rain. So, yes, 70 years ago this Sunday. Wow. You're a fan of uh, musicals? Yes, that is, yes, I am totally a fan of musicals, new and old. Um, also opera. 
So, yeah. Yes. Yes and yes. Hmm. Pavarotti, perhaps? Uh, Pavarotti is a good singer. Yes, I enjoy him. Most amazing thing I ever saw online, and I'm pretty sure it's still on YouTube, uh, was a performance, and I don't know what year it was. It had to have been like either early 90s or uh, when it occurred. But it was actually the two most unlikeliest of people that you have never seen perform before. And it was James Brown and Luciano Pavarotti. And he performed uh, Man's World with Pavarotti singing along. You got to watch it to see it. It's probably the most hauntingly beautiful, like, unlikeliest performance that you will probably ever see. I wish I could play it for you. I, I wish I had the clip. But go and see it, and you will thank me when you see it. So uh, but with that, guess what? We're a little bit past the halfway mark. So when we come back, first we're going to do Retro Moment of the Week. And then when we come back, we'll take a look at what's trending. I am hoping that it is nothing that has to do with anybody like that's an online creator because, as I've been pointed out, that I never know these people and I act surprised when I don't. <laughs> I don't know who would have said that. No, you know, actually, somebody laughed at me because when I had mentioned, you know, thank God, you know, that I have Mary here because sometimes I will say these names and people were like, you don't know who that is? I'm like, no, because the most basic thing is that celebrities air tag nowadays are people who are either people who are on Twitch or who are on um you know, people who are on other platforms or TikTok or anything else, you know. Oh, sorry. Uh, who are Twitch, Twitch. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or Discord or any of these other platforms. I don't know who they are. And when stuff happens and now they say, oh, this TikToker got hurt doing this. And I'm like, since are they big enough to be on TMZ? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. I don't know. So, yeah, I guess they are. But that's just me. I know you know who they are, and that's why I'm glad you're here to help explain that to me. So, <laughs> I don't know who all of them are, but I do know a lot of them. I will. I I I have kept up on some of my my stuff. But only some. Okay. So if you call in wondering, you know, who's who, Mary's the person you talk to. It's not me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she will tell me whether it's good or not. But anyway, retro moment of the week coming up, and then uh, we'll take a look at what's trending. Had a few stories throughout the week that we saw that I will talk about. And then hopefully we will have time for a Urban Dictionary word today. So stay tuned. You're listening to Page One with LeVar Mary here on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Come quick, sir, laugh it up. That cunning, not-so-bright knight is digging a tunnel under the moat. Look. Put me down. Yes, sir. 
According to the map, the tunnel will lead to the storage room filled with your King Vitamin cereal. You mean my tasty sugary little crowns with a full day's supply of vitamins and iron? <laughs> yes, sire. Well, don't just stand there. Let's go. Anyone in there? Just us boxes of King Vitamin cereal. <laughs> goody, goody. <laughs> Yeah, you won't believe this. I knew you wouldn't. Now, for your punishment, you'll watch us eat. Laugh it up, pour the milk on your King Vitaman. <laughs> Not mere nincompoop, the cereal, the cereal. King Vitaman, new from Quaker. Ace Hardware presents... Suzanne Summers! Ace is the place with the helpful hardware man. to Page One with LeVar and Mary on Block Talk Radio. Your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LeVar and Mary. Welcome back to page one on Blog Talk Radio with Laura Mary. So glad you could be with us on this Friday night, March 25th, the last Friday night show for the month of March. When next we meet you, it will be the month of April, which is uh, this year is going by very, very quickly. <laughs> yes, it is. is. Yes, it is. Very, very scary. Uh, I saw a couple of things this week, and like I said, this is Potpourri Night, so you heard an extended host chat, but one of the things this week was some news from Netflix. Um, I know they've been threatening this for years and years, and I, I wanted to just, it was one of the most interesting things that I think I've read this week. So in a new test, Netflix is going to prompt subscribers to pay for users outside their households to address unauthorized password sharing. So they'll soon uh, launch a test, like I said, that uh, option, which is a new attempt by the company to address illicit password sharing. According to the Netflix terms of service, a customer's account, quote, may not be shared with individuals beyond your household. After years of turning a blind eye to password sharing behavior that falls outside that requirement, the company last year ran a limited test prompting users to enter their account credentials as a way to nudge freeloaders into paying for their own accounts. Now in an upcoming test launching in three uh, countries, including Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru, Netflix will let members who share their accounts with people outside their household uh, do so, quote, easily and securely while also paying a bit more. This according to their director of product innovation. The new options will roll out in the next few weeks in three countries and may or may not expand beyond those markets. They said, in quote, we've always made it easy for people who live together to share their Netflix account with features like separate profiles and multiple streams and our standard premium plans. Uh, while these have been hugely popular, it is also, they've also created some confusion 
about when and how Netflix can be shared. And as a result, accounts are being shared between households, impacting our ability to invest in great new TV and films for our members. With the extra added member feature, members with Netflix's standard premium plans will be able to add uh, subsidiary accounts for up to two people that they don't live with, each with their own profile. So in the test countries, the cost of adding a sub-member uh, is the equivalent of 299 in U.S. dollars, and in Costa Rica, uh, uh, also the same amount. Uh, actually, in Costa Rica, U.S. equivalent would be 899. Uh, that's for a basic standard to do that twelve ninety nine premium fifteen ninety nine uh but the two ninety nine like I said on the regular ones but to me, this is something that uh and when I saw the stat at the end uh Netflix ended twenty twenty one with two hundred and twenty one point eight million total paying subscribers worldwide uh of those seventy five point two million or thirty four percent of that total were in the u s and Canada um Here's the thing. I'm paying for it. I, I know it is a business. They have to make money. And if one person shares with one person, one's going to share with another, nobody's going to make money. Um, this is a lie, some, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. well, that is what they say. <laughs> I don't know. I, I am I'm at a point here because it's kind of too late because now you're going to be offending a lot of subscribers. And in this era in which people can find a lot of other options, uh, I think you're kind of like poking the bear there. But your thoughts on Netflix adding this option, um, is it kind of fair or is it foul? It's foul. I, 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 I know what. You're not supposed to be sharing that stuff with people that aren't honey. But they've been raising the prices slowly and steadily since I've been a subscriber when they used to send out DVDs. Like, I was one of those subscribers. So I've been paying for this for years. And now you're going to tell me, after years of me being a loyal customer, and on top of that, paying the price that you've asked me to pay every time you've raised it, that I also can't use my subscription the way I want to use it. I'm, I'm, depending on how that goes, I will probably end up looking for alternatives because I don't use Netflix as often as they think I do. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I, go with foul. I, yeah, I'm kind of like it's it's. Uh, yeah, it's really just. I get that they need like, to make the money, but really, honestly, how how much of an impact is that? It's not like thirty five percent of the people that are in the U S. that are subscribing about two hundred million subscribers. Right. That all 35% or that 35% that all of those subscribers are giving their sign-ons to somebody else. Hmm. Honestly, I don't. I offered it up to somebody else. I'll be I'll be hmm. honest. I 
for that, I did offer it up to somebody else that was living in my household, but then ended up moving out. And I did offer it up, but they're not using it. Okay. I just, I don't, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. It, it's kind of like, really, now? I think it's going to hurt them more than anything else because, like I said, people are going to say, hey, I pay for this. Uh, if that person wants eventually, because you know what happens to eventually? Because if somebody was on Netflix, then it might happen. But if I'm on somebody's Netflix, eventually I may want my own Netflix because, you know, uh, or they may you know, branch out and want their own. Because they want their control of their own stuff. So I think it actually helps because it almost kind of gives somebody a sneak peek into, uh, or here's the thing. Here's what you can also do. You can just limit it to three devices at once. I'm pretty sure that they can do something like that. Because if Snapchat which if you have it on one device and you turn on another one, it's automatically going to log you out of the other device that you were in. It's not like Instagram mm-hmm. or Facebook. Snapchat actually logs you out. So I am pretty sure they have the electronic capability to pretty much say, okay, one device turned on, another device turned it on, this one, because it, it shows you where the device turned on at. So if you know somebody in Ohio, that turned it on and you're in Illinois and another person turns it on in Nevada, then your system should say, okay, that's three outside ones. That's it. Can't do it anymore. Because even with uh, Apple, if you put iTunes on a laptop or on another device, it will tell you, hey, you can only do up to five devices. After that, can't do it no more unless you mm-hmm. erase some devices. So why don't you just do it that way if you want to crack down this? I kind of feel it's their own fault for not breaking it down like that if you, quote, want more money. And I think Netflix has plenty of money from the 15 to 20 bucks that they charge to do some programs. <laughs> so, yeah, just a thought. I agree. Um, the other story that I read this week was about the assistant principal at a Mississippi elementary school who was fired after he read the children's book, I Need a New Butt, to a second-grade class. Uh, Toby Price, who worked at Gary Road Elementary School in Byram, which is a suburb in metropolitan Jackson, said he was asked to set up a Zoom class for the kids. Price said that when the principal didn't show up to the class as planned, he was instructed to read them a book. Uh, He said, in quote, I text my boss. She said, well, go ahead and read. I wasn't planning on reading, but I went ahead and grabbed one of my books that I had nearby, one of my favorites. I read it. I need a new butt. It's hilarious, he said in a phone call Wednesday. Price, who was assistant principal at Gary Rowe for three years, said he used to read the book at his previous school and didn't think twice about sharing it with the second graders. He says, I never had an issue with it. It's just a fun, silly book. Minutes Minutes after the class ended. Uh, Price said he was called to the principal's office and told that parents might complain. He was told to report to the district office the same day and was sent home on administrative leave. To his knowledge, no parents have complained about the book, but the school took issue with it, telling Price that it was inappropriate because it used words like butt and fart and included cartoon images of a child's butt. 
uh, WLBT of Jackson reported that the superintendent of the Hines County School District wrote in Price's termination letter that he showed, quote, a lack of professionalism and impaired judgment when he picked the book. For those reasons, he was fired. The school district could not immediately be reached for comment. And I Need a New Butt is written by Don McMillan and is described as a children's book. In it, a young child tries to find a new butt after he discovers his, quote, has a huge crack. Will he choose an armor-plated butt, a rocket butt, a robot butt? Find out in this quirky tale of a tale, which features hilarious rhymes and delightful illustrations, it reads. Children and parents will love this book. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. McMillan directed questions to her publisher, which did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Price said that the school's reaction was unwarranted and that silly books should be allowed. He said, unquote, if I had to do it all over again, I'd still share the silly, funny books with the kids because they need them. The world's a serious, harsh, dark place, and everybody needs a little bit of silly and a little bit of laughs every now and then. They just need that reminder that it's not all bad all the time. He plans to appeal his termination at a hearing scheduled uh, this week, uh, later uh, next week. So overreaction, you think? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that. It's a funny book. I don't care about the kids' book. It's hilarious. Then again, I'm like 12, so that's okay. It's a great book, and it, honestly, it's like seriously. This is this is one of those times when you being overly sensitive actually makes it worse. Now you're bringing attention to the fact that this book says butt and fart in it, which are both funny words to begin with, and kids are using regardless of whether or not they hear it in a book at the eighth and second grade. They're eight year old. They're eight, okay? If you bring such attention to that and be like, oh, you shouldn't talk about butts, now they're going to really want to know why. Mm-hmm. If it's not a big deal, they don't hang on to it. Mm-hmm. Take it from a mom. If it wasn't a big deal, my kid went, oh, if it's not that big of a deal, then forget it. If I freaked out about something, you like, oh, why is this such a big deal? What's going on? Now I'm curious. Now I want to know why. Now I want to dig into this. Now I want to listen in. Mm-hmm. By you, over, it was 100% an overreaction. 100% overreaction. I agree with him. I hope he gets what he wants out of that situation. I, I don't know that he wants his job back, but if he does, I'd like, I'd put him in as a very good teacher um, just for just because of the statement of kids need this, and they do. Adults need this, and they do. We need to remember that the world is not always such a dark and scary place. Mm-hmm. So bravo for him for that. Um if he wants his job back, I hope he gets it back. If he doesn't want his job back, then I hope he gets the the um, recognition that he deserves. Right. Yeah. I. Yeah. It's 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 an overreaction. I, I don't. You know. It's a book. It's not like it is an adult book. It's a book sold in the children's section at a store. You know, and kids could be looking at or hearing much harsher things right now. And if there is a silliness to it, you know, why not? I mean, I'm not going to be 
the shake my fist, get off my lawn person. But, you know, it's it's all in fun. And it is a children's book, so it's meant for children. <laughs> so I don't understand how we want – because this is my whole thing about it. We don't want to be told what to do, but yet when something happens that we don't like, we want to tell somebody what to do. You can't have it both ways. You can't be hypocritical like that. And in the face of these last two years, yeah, and in the face of these last two years in which everything has gone on and there have been people out there, oh, my rights are being trampled. I don't want to be told what to do. But yet the moment that something like this occurs, which is far less uh, hurtful and has hurt no one, because I don't think, you know, even if your child goes home and begins saying, but fart, did you be a parent and tell them don't say it again? <laughs> but for a book that is a children's book, I mean, heaven forbid if somebody went to go read uh, a Ramona book or, you know, a Hardy Boys book, <laughs> you know. Boxcar children. Right. So I don't, yeah. You know, we, it's kind of hypocritical now where we want to, you know, we only want to not be told the things that we don't want to be told, but yet we think that we can tell people, you know, what we don't really, or what we think is so wrong. I would much rather you use those words than to use the other words that could have been used in its place. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I don't get it, but. Overreaction. Um, taking a look at what is trending out there tonight, because it is Friday night, so of course you're going to get uh, some sports and some other things trending, but St. Peter's is trending as they become the first 15 seed to make it to the Elite Eight after scoring an upset 67-64 victory over number two Purdue in the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. Uh, drag Race is trending as well, and AEW Rampage. Uh, UCLA is trending as right now uh, – they are playing North Carolina. SmackDown is trending um, tonight as they are about a week away from WrestleMania. Uh, NCAA, of course, is trending. Um, and then um, also uh, the one of the other things that was trending today was uh, Triple H because he had announced uh, that he is pretty much kind of done as far as in-ring return uh, performing because – uh, he under, had a, a health scare last year, a heart scare, uh, and so he is done as far as any returns to the ring, even though he hadn't really performed in the last year or so. Uh, he, and even then it was like scaled back to maybe once or twice a year, but uh, he said he is no longer going into the ring. So um, that was trending about today. And um, and. I would tell you what else that I just saw trending, but I'm not even going to go there because we're trying to have fun tonight, and I'm not going to go into politics. So I will leave it there. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I don't get it, but it, it had to do with another uh, GOP senator who is voting no uh, on the Supreme Court pick from the president, which I don't get it, but that's a different story for a different day and a different commentary for a different day. I will have probably more on that at a later time. Um, one of the other things that I saw um, this week 
which I know there are studies out there, some that are helpful, and then there are some that are unbelievable, and then there are some that are dumb. This one goes under the range of dumb. Uh, In a new study, and I'm going to repeat this twice for you, in a new study, the best places for pizza, the best pizza cities in America, are not Chicago and New York. They're Detroit and Cleveland. Was the study done in Michigan? Right. For this study, the 50 largest metros in the U.S. received weighted sources that boosted them for independent pizzerias, interest in pizza variations, price and affordability, and quantity and quality of the establishments. On the flip side, they docked points for having a lot of big chain pizza places. And in the end, the top 15 pizza cities in the U.S. are all in the eastern half of the country, with Detroit and Cleveland being one and two. Detroit has the most independent pizza restaurants per capita and is ranked number one in pizza passion, which included Internet searches for a variety of pizza styles. Columbus, Ohio is third on the list, and with two of the top three cities, Ohio was named the best state for pizza. So according to them, um, Detroit, Cleveland, Columbus, Ohio, Boston, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, Providence, Rhode Island, St. Louis, Philadelphia, Norfolk, Virginia – uh, were top 10. Chicago was 14th. New York City didn't even make the top 20. It's number 22 after Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Milwaukee. So who were the 10 worst pizza cities of the 50 places they considered? Uh, from worst to 10th worst, they were Riverside, California, New Orleans, Birmingham, Alabama, Houston, San Antonio, Miami, Memphis, San Diego, Phoenix, and Austin, Texas. Which isn't surprising. I mean, if you look at it, most of the places there in Texas are all about barbecue, so they're not going to really care too much about pizza. And when you look at the West Coast, it's more or less a niche thing where I think it's a lot of healthy foods and, um, you know, other well, things. Well, also, I mean, it sounds like they're talking about larger cities. They're going to get dinged for having chains, but why wouldn't there be chains in a larger city per capita? Right. Right. And like I said, I'm looking at a bunch of these places like Memphis, it's barbecue. Miami, it's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, it's going to be chained because a lot of the original restaurants down there are like Cuban-based or, um, you know, it's going to be foods that are essential to that area. So that is in Alabama is not going to have some <laughs> – I'm not thinking pizza when I'm thinking Alabama, and I'm certainly not thinking it when I think New Orleans, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. No, I agree 100%. I'm, I'm very surprised. And no offense to Ohio State or the state of Ohio. Sorry, I almost <laughs> said a bad word. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> no offense to the state of Ohio. I've never really – heard about good pizza coming from Ohio. I've only heard of like people that are passionate about their pizzas. Detroit is up and coming, but it's always been Chicago, New York, 
you know, Brooklyn. South Beaches. Sometimes <laughs> California, so it gets thrown in there, you know, like, oh, don't forget the California, West Coast Beaches. Like, okay, whatever. And like I said, Detroit <laughs> is up and coming, so that's four, but really? <laughs> I think whoever did the, uh, Whoever did that study was paid a hefty sum. Yeah. Well, we're getting toward the end, so I've got, we've got some Urban Dictionary words of the day here. The first one that popped up on Urban Dictionary was <laughs> freelance mascot. Uh, the definition of that is it says it's a fun way to say furry. <laughs> So they oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So Billy says, I'm a freelance mascot, and Jane says, cool, me too. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a freelance mascot. Uh, uh, the uh, other one, uh, no fry zone. Uh, it is the one quarter mile on each side of the exit for McDonald's drive through Dangerous since exiting drivers are digging in their bag for their fries, not paying attention to the road. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was funny. <laughs> and then there is um, morning deflation. <laughs> okay. It is not what you think it is. Uh, it is when you wake up. And you don't know what I think it is. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling. You know, I'm going to start asking you what you think it is, and then we'll compare it to what you think. Yeah, actually, what do you think it is? Morning deflation. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, since you said now, it's not what I think it is. Yeah, I probably did think it was something that was not very appropriate for anything. Uh, something to do with an air mattress, maybe? No, it is when you wake up and start deflating after a nice long night of building up gas throughout your digestive system. Uh, uh, so yes. And then the last Urban Dictionary word of the day, a hose sniffer. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not going to even. I'm not going to even pretend. That I understand what that could be. It is no two definitions. It is two definitions according to the Urban Dictionary. Uh, the first one is a person who hangs around firefighters with the intent of satisfying personal relationship desires, or hangs around firefighters, fire stations, or fire scenes due to fascination with or desire to be a firefighter. That is a hose sniffer. But then again, it can also mean a lot of other things where you live. I'm not even going to go there. And I'm going to do that too. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Good night. Yeah, good night, everybody. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you know, since you said it, i got to play. Thank you for being with us, and good night, everybody.
And with that, the clock okay. on the wall is telling us that we are just about out of time. But I'm going to ask you, my friend, if you have any shout-outs for this week. A um, couple of people have gotten pretty far into what they were doing, and they succeeded in getting what they wanted to get. So congratulations to them. They know what they who they are. Um, I had one birthday last week, which I don't remember if I said happy birthday to the person on the show or not, but if I didn't, happy birthday last Sunday. And that, I think, is everything. Hmm. Awesome. Um, I will say uh, on this night, was it March 25th? So, first of all, as always, I always shout out the people who are listening. Thank you so much for listening. By the way, is there anything going on over on Discord? Let's see. Um, quickly, while we're doing this, we've got shout a out to couple. The folks <laughs> we've got a couple of things going on with people playing games. Uh, you know, just kind of the regular self promotion. So, Twitch being announced. Um, people going out on doing that kind of thing, including some horror games. So if you're into horror games, like Phasmophobia or um, Devour is the new one. And that one's being done. Other than that, it's pretty quiet night, so not tonight. A mm-hmm. um, couple of things to the special lady in my life. Get well soon. Um, she is on the men and getting better. And then uh, the next thing, a happy birthday to my mother, who celebrates her birthday on Sunday. So, yes. Um, happy birthday! My, my shout-out this week. So, And, of course, as always, shout-out to all of you. But we thank you for listening to us again, even if this was a night in which we did not have, like, a lot of topics. But, once again, we proved ourselves wrong and went over an hour. <laughs> um, this is always the goal and a reminder four weeks from tonight and during this time slot uh, Avery Jane will be my guest on the 411 lounge on a Friday night uh, 10 o'clock Eastern 9 o'clock Central if anything changes of course you can always check me out on Twitter at newscomicbtr and I think for now, that pretty much is it. I've been tweeting a lot over there tonight. Who knows? Even after this, maybe sometime tonight, I even might make an appearance over on Discord. So um, I've got a lot of things going on this weekend. So you never know where you'll see me, but I might be doing a lot of tweeting as well. So be interactive. Say hi. Let us know what you want to hear. Uh, but until next we meet, for Mary, I'm LeVar. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you in the month of April. April 1st, next Friday I know. 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock Central. Man, this year is flying. And it will be show number 187, because tonight's 186, coming up on 200 shows together. That's amazing. I know, and he's not picking me yet. What the heck? <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, 200 coming up sometime this summer. Uh, it will be mid to late. Uh, July, if all goes well. Uh, but we will let you know when we're a few shows away. So definitely I've got to start thinking of things that we could do. Um, and who knows, it might be kind of a 
big celebration, but we'll see where it goes. So, yeah, thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. Be kind to each other, and uh, we'll see you next Friday night. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple.